بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سورة المطففين ويل للمطففين Woe to those who give less than due الذين إذا اكتالوا على الناس يستوفون Those who when they take a measure from people then they take it in full But when it is their turn to give, وَإِذَا كَالُوهُمْ أَوْ وَزَنُوهُمْ يُخْسِرُونَ When they give by measure or by weight, to them, meaning to the people, they cause them loss. The beginning of the surah is very powerful. وَيْلٌ A big woe, destruction. This is a threat of punishment, a promise of punishment. For who? For which kind of criminals? For those who do tatfif, lil mutaffifin. Mutaffifin is the plural of the word mutaffif, and mutaffif is one who does tatfif. From the root letters ta, fa, fa. You see the word taffa, taffa, is used for something that is near. Something that is near, so it is attainable, it is within reach. It's also used for something that has become visible to you. And many times what happens, when something is near, not far, when something is visible, not hidden, do you want to touch it? You want to get it? If it's too far, you don't even bother. But if it's near, what do you want? You want to at least touch it. If you can see it, it's as if it's inviting you. Isn't it? But everything that we can see, and everything that is within reach, is not permissible for us. Isn't it? Especially when it belongs to somebody else. So, this is the meaning of the word taffa. Now, taffafa. Taffafa. Because the word is mutaffifin. Taffafa is to give short measure. What does it mean? That for example, if a person is supposed to give a cup full of something, they don't give a cup full. What they do is that they reduce it by just a little bit. This is tatfif. To give short measure. To not fill the measure. It is said, Taffafa ala rajul. That so and so gave that man less. Meaning he cheated him. How did he cheat him? That he gave him less. He was supposed to give a hundred grams. What he gave? Ninety-eight grams. Ninety-nine grams. So the difference you can see is very minor. What he's not giving is very little. This is why the word tafif is also used for that which is very little in quantity. Very little in quantity. The little that is left to add in order to fill the measure. You know like when you're baking and you need to take a cup full of flour. Right? Many people are like, oh, it doesn't matter, cup, half cup, two-thirds of a cup, what's the big deal? Just take a cup, fill it, and then just dump it. That's it. But will it get you correct results? No. What do they say? Heaping cup? No. Leveled. And what does it mean by leveled? You fill it up, right, heaping, but then you take a spoon or a knife or your finger or something, and then you pass it over the cup in order to make sure that it is leveled. Right Now what falls off of the top, how much is that really? How much is that? Just a little bit. That is also called tafif or tufafa. Alright? And also, 
Think of a cup, right? You filled it with flour and then you poured that, you put that in another bowl. Is there any flour left in the cup? Is there? How much is that? How much is that? Hardly any. Right? That is also called tufafa. So tatfif, tatfif is to give less than due. But how less? How much? How much is it that you're not giving? How much is it that you're keeping with yourself? How much? Very insignificant amount. Very little amount. So when it's so little, the other person, even though they've noticed it, are they going to create an issue about it? They're not going to create an issue about it. Why? Why would they fight for just a few grams? Why would they fight for just a little bit? You understand? Because if they fight for it, they're going to appear as greedy, etc. Right? So mutaffif is one who gives less than due. Alright? And the reason why this word is used is because he will never steal from the measure or balance except that which is very little. So mutaffif is not someone who will steal large amounts. Who is mutaffif? One who will cheat regarding what? Hefty sums? Big sums? No. Very little bit. It's not substantial. It's very small. Very insignificant. And usually what do we think? What's the big deal? It doesn't matter. It's just a couple of cents. Right? Or we say it's just a little bit. It doesn't matter. What does Allah say? وَيْلٌ لِلْمُطَفِّفِينَ Woe to those who give less than due. Because in Allah's court, every atom counts. Who are mutaffifin? Alladina, those who idaktanu ala nas. When they take a measure from people, iktalu, from kail. What does kail mean? To measure. Remember kail and wazan? Wazan is to give things how? By weight. So in kilograms, pounds, etc. But kail, is to give it by measure or volume. By measure or volume. So this much length, right? Or these many liters, alright? These many cups. This is scale. So iktiyal is to take something by volume or measure. So alladhina idaktalu, when they're taking something by measure, when they're taking something by volume, from who? Ala nas from the people. Now technically this should be min, from people. Right? But the word ala has been used. Why? For two reasons. Ala firstly shows that it is on the people to give them. Meaning it is a duty on people to give them their rights. Ala. It's obligatory on the people to give them. Alright? Secondly, what Allah shows is tasallut. That they force themselves on people whom they are receiving from. Because generally when you're taking as a customer, right? when you're on the receiving end, you don't demand, you don't make demands, you don't rule over the conversation. Right? Because you're on the receiving end. You're requesting somebody, could you please sell this to me? May I please have this from you? But iktalu alannas, when they're taking even, they're taking how? In a very oppressive manner. Almost like bullying. 
And how do they take it? Yastawfoon. Istifa is to take something in full. So the mutafifin are who? That as customers, when they're on the receiving end, when they're taking, how do they take? How do they take? Fully. They take their rights fully. They demand. Even they will use force to ensure that what they're getting from the other is 100%. So when they're on the receiving end, very accurate, very particular. وَإِذَا كَالُوهُمْ But when كَالُوهُمْ They give by measure. Now it is their turn to give. You understand? In verse number 2, what is mentioned? When they are receiving, when they're buying. And in verse number 3, what is mentioned? When they are selling, when they're giving. So, وَإِذَا كَالُوهُمْ And kala is to give something by measure or to give something by volume. Now you see the difference between iktala and kala? What is iktala? To take by measure. And what is kala? To give by measure. So when they give by measure, أَوْ وَزَنُوهُمْ Or they weigh for people. وَزَنُوا by وَزَن Meaning they give something by weight. So they're selling something in terms of volume, in terms of measurement, in terms of weight. How do they give it? يُخْسِرُونَ They cause loss. They cause loss to who? To who? To the other. But by how much? Huge amounts? No. Tatfif. How much? Very little. So as customers, very particular. But as salespeople, cheating. Very unfair. When taking, they want it all. When giving, they give less. What does this mean? Different standards for themselves and different standards for other people. And what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? Wailun. Now in the in these verses in particular, what is mentioned? It's with respect to buying and selling. That when you're giving, taking by measure, by weight, you're conducting a business transaction. So mutaffifin are those who cheat others. Those who are unfair to others. When they take, they take fully. When they give, they give little. And they cheat by just a little bit, not a lot. However, what is interesting is that, you see, sometimes a person would make a mistake in giving to somebody their right. Why? Because they didn't realize. You understand? You intend to give one cup, but by accident you didn't realize there was something stuck within that cup and so what you gave was actually less than a cup. Right? You intended to be 100% fair, but you were not able to. Right? Because you forgot, you didn't realize, you didn't notice, it was unintended. That's different. This is deliberate. Because this person has the sense Because when they're taking yastawfoon, very active, very particular. But when they're giving, deliberately yuhsirun. This is deliberately cheating others. And this is deliberately causing loss to others. And who would do that? Who would do that? Somebody who knows how to play with the system. Right? Not an innocent person. Someone who knows... How to play with the system. Someone who is well aware of the crimes in the world of business. Hmm? 
So he suspects others of cheating, which is why he ensures that when he's getting something, he gets it in full. يستوفون But when he's giving, he commits double crime. كَالُوهُمْ أَوَّزَنُوهُمْ You see how? When they're taking, one crime is mentioned, يستوفون But when they're giving, two crimes are mentioned. كَالُوهُمْ أَوَّزَنُوهُمْ Now the thing is that this attitude does not remain in business dealings only. It affects all of a person's life. When a person develops this attitude, selfish attitude, where he's only concerned about himself, I should get the best deal. I should save cents and dollars over here. And other people, I could charge them extra. Why not? Hmm? And this is the concern that when they're buying, you see, this is amazing. If you look at even big businesses, right? Multi-million dollar businesses. You know, factories in third world countries where people are working 18-hour shifts non-stop in factories, how much money do they get? What are their wages like? $3 a day? $1 a day? $2 a day? How much do they get? Very little. Right? But these same garments, when they're brought into different countries and they're sold, then what happens? How much do they sell for? Not triple. Many, many more times the price. Isn't it? So, when they're taking from others, taking so much out of them, and when they're giving, giving so little, cheating them over there also, cutting their pay because they came half an hour late, cutting their pay because they took a lunch break. Now, we can talk about the crimes of these big companies, but mutaffifin. You see, this attitude, like I mentioned, it's not just there in people who are engaged in business dealings. This can affect all of a person's dealings. Like for example, in a marriage, what happens many times? What happens? People know about their rights. As a husband, this is my right. As a wife, this is my right. But what about our obligations? Our responsibilities to other people? When it comes to working somewhere, we know about our rights. But what about our work? Our responsibility that we have agreed upon? That we have signed for? When it comes to even worship, what is our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? We want that I make a dua and instantly, instantly it should be responded. I do a good deed and I should see the results right away. I am patient here for two minutes and I should, you know, the problem should be solved immediately. I forgive someone here and my life should be all perfect. And then when it comes to fulfilling our duty towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how is it that we're praying? When we expect from Allah, what do we want? What do we want? Everything according to our desires. But when it comes to performing our salah, giving to Allah what He deserves from us, then where are we? Where do we stand? This can also be in wudu, like a person is performing wudu, but he's negligent. You know, tatfif, just a little bit, leaves the elbows dry. When it comes to prayer, standing in salah, reciting surah al-fatiha, eating up some words or missing certain words, this is tatfif. 
ویل المطفین الدین یستوفون ویری ڈیمانڈنگ ویری فورسبل وین ای کمس ٹو دیر رائٹس بٹ وین ای کمس ٹو گیونگ ادر پیپل دیر رائٹس ڈفرینٹ اسٹینڈرڈس اینڈ پیپل ہو جنرلی گیٹ تھنگس فار فری لائک فار ایگزامپل سمبری کمس اینڈ سیز یو نو وٹ آئی واز ایٹ دس اسٹور آئی واز ایٹ راجرز اینڈ آئی گاٹ مائی فون پلان فار لائک دس مچ منی اونلی اینڈ آئی گاٹ دس ڈسکاؤنٹ اینڈ دیٹ ڈسکاؤنٹ ہاؤ ڈی ڈو ایٹ ویل آئی ڈین لیو دی ادر پرسن آئی جسٹ گیو دیم یو نو آئی اسپوک ٹو دیم اسپوک ٹو دیم اسپوک ٹو دیم بولی دیم ان ٹو ایٹ اینڈ دے اگریڈ اینڈ یو لائک واؤ آئی وش آئی ہیڈ سچ اسکلس اسکلس right because some people can be very mean on the phone isn't it or even at stores when they're shopping when they're bargaining allahu akbar yani it is horrible i remember i was in pakistan a couple of years ago and uh, i went shopping of course everybody goes shopping there so i was there and uh, you know i asked how much something was for and they told me the price and i'm like okay I guess living in Canada for like a decade, I've forgotten how to live in Pakistan. Um, I was like, okay. So I'm going to the, you know, to the cash register to pay. And this lady was with me and she's like, hold on, wait. And she started bargaining with that man. I'm like, please, please, don't do that for me. I don't want you to humiliate this poor man just to save me a couple of dollars. I don't want that. It's like, no, 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 no. He gave you a much higher price. And that is true. Because somehow they can tell who's local and who's not. So they know they don't have fixed prices, right? But I was amazed at what lengths people go to just to get a lesser price. Humiliating others. But when we have to give, then how do we give? When we have to take, we take greedily. When we have to give, we give stingily. وَيْلٌ لِلْمُطَفِّفِينَ Allah says, أَلَا يَظُنُّ أُولَٰئِكَ أَلَا دُو نَاتْ يَظُنُّ هِي ثِنْكْ أُولَٰئِكَ دُوز Meaning those who do such tatfif, don't they think that أَنَّهُمْ مَبْعُوثُونَ That they're going to be resurrected? What are they doing? Don't they know that they're going to be resurrected one day? مَبْعُوثُونَ Plural of مَبْعُوث When are they going to be resurrected? لِيَوْمٍ عَظِيمٍ For a tremendous day. A day that is عظيم عظيم Great not just in its length But also in its enormity Meaning very tough It's not an easy day What is the day of judgment? Its beginning is so great إِنَّ زَلْزَلَةَ السَّاعَةِ شَيْءٌ عَظِيمٌ Just the zalzala itself That will commence the day of judgment Is great And imagine the horrors that will follow So people who are doing tatfif, what are they doing? لِيَوْمٍ عَظِيمٍ They're going to stand. يَوْمَ يَقُومُ النَّاسُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ يَوْمَ On the day, يَقُومُ النَّاسُ All people will stand. Before who? لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ Before the Lord of the worlds. And notice how this has been said. النَّاس All people. Every single human is going to stand on the day of judgment. Before who? The Lord of the worlds. So those who do not give others their haqq, what are they thinking? Because that is the day when عَلِمَتْ نَفْسٌ مَا أَحْضَرَتْ That is the day when every person will see what they have presented. مَا قَدَّمَتْ وَأَخَّرَتْ What they sent ahead and what they delayed. لِيَوْمٍ عَظِيمٍ 
the Prophet ﷺ, he said that the day mankind will stand before their Lord, يَوْمَ يَقُومُ النَّاسُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ This is a day the length of which is 50,000 years. 50,000 years. And at that time, they will be immersed in their sweat. People will be drowning in their own sweat. And that will be according to their actions. Abdullah bin Umar bin al said, The Prophet ﷺ recited this ayah, يَوْمَ يَقُومُ النَّاسُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ And he said, What will be your state when Allah will gather you for 50,000 years? He will gather you on that day, which is how long? 50,000 years. And He will gather you like how an arrow is placed in a bow. What does it mean? If an arrow is set up in the bow, what does it mean? It has to be released any second. So what does that mean? That any time, any second, the hisab will begin. But He said, for 50,000 years He will gather you. But He will not even look at you then. For a time like that, He will not even look at you. And you see, when you're waiting for something to happen, then every moment becomes difficult. So for 50,000 years, He will not even look at you. And this is when people will become desperate. They will go to Adam salam. They will say, Ask your Lord, Nuh alayhi salam, Musa alayhi salam, Ibrahim alayhi salam. So many prophets they will go to, Ulul Azm. And the people will request the prophets that you ask Allah to begin the hisab. Send us to our destination, whatever that destination may be. Because that day itself will be so difficult. Yawmin azim. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Yawma yaqoomu nasu li rabbil alameen. That day will be like 50,000 years. But for a believer, this will be very easy. Like the declining of the sun until it sets. This 50,000 years is before what? Before the hisab begins. You understand? But this waiting period, even for a believer, is like the time when the sun is setting. Kalla. إِنَّ كِتَابَ الْفُجَّارِ لَفِي سِجِّينَ Look at the connection of these verses. At the beginning, what kind of crimes are mentioned? What kind of crimes? What we consider as very minor, insignificant. Great punishment for such little, little crimes even. Why? Because on the surface, while these crimes appear to be very minor, the problem is much deeper. And what is that problem? Different standards for oneself and different for others. And then we see warning is given that what are you doing? Don't you think about the day of judgment? It's a very difficult day when all people will stand before Allah and standing before Allah, what does that mean? Nothing, nothing of ours is hidden. Because what is that thing which is hidden from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Which sin? Which action? Which one? There is none that is hidden from Allah. So, يَوْمَ يَقُومُ النَّاسُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ What does this mean? Allah knows what you're doing. Because many times, other people, they may not catch us when we're cheating them. 
Isn't it? They may not catch us. Or even if they do, they might be too shy to bring it up. Because who's gonna fight over just what remains in the cup? You understand? Like for example, if somebody owes you, like they were supposed to return you $5.50. Or $5.75. And they give you only $5. Now you know that they're supposed to give you $0.75. But are you going to fight over it? Many times what will you do? You let it go. Right? But this matters in the court of Allah. So, يَوْمَ يَقُومُ النَّاسُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ Go ahead. Assalamu alaikum. Sometimes maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put you in a situation to test our fate. There's a true story. There was an imam was selected for some masjid. So you have to travel from one city to other city. So during the city when you pay is fair for the bus, so whatever you got, you got some quarter extra. So even he came, he saw it, he noticed that he got this quarter extra. So he was doubting himself, talking, should I go back, give it him? Oh, they have too many money, I don't think so they will realize it this quarter. Maybe just make a mistake. Should I keep it, what you do? Finally, he decided to go back to the person and give them, okay, this is a quarter, you give me extra. The person who gave them extra quarter, they said, oh, you are the person who going to select for this imam? He said, yes. They said, I just put this one to test you how you are doing that. And uh, alhamdulillah, you prove your honesty. So he walked away and said, Oh Allah, I almost sold you for a quarter. And this is why I mentioned in the beginning that taffa is that which is attainable. It's within reach. Because when something you can see, it's very tempting. But that little bit even matters so much. Assalamu alaikum. So sometimes your teachers give you like an extra mark by accident. Same even, thing? Yeah. Even then you should tell Same them. Thing. Even 0.25 or 0.115. You know, one is that you didn't realize. You know, you didn't see it. You didn't realize. That's different. The other is that you know the teacher made a mistake. You know, she's a human being. He's a human being. They made a mistake in giving you marks that you don't deserve. Same thing. And then sometimes you tell them, but they just like let it go and they don't correct it. Well, then it's their responsibility. Okay? You are telling them. And that's your job. You wanted to say something? Oftentimes when they give you extra marks, your friends tell you they gave you an extra mark and you get mad at your friend instead of fixing it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we get upset with others that why did you tell me? Right? That's the thing. When we're on the receiving end, generally what happens? We're so particular. Did I get 100% or not? This person was supposed to give me this much money, charge me only this much. Were they fair with me or not? But we need to have the same standard for when we are giving others to. I was thinking that the things that we're talking about here, we think are so minor. But like you were saying, it, it goes a lot deeper. And I was thinking that it has to do with arrogance. Like once you start lying to yourself that I can do this and I'll get it away with you start doing something big and once you start stealing from other people it, there's the seed of arrogance inside of you that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that the punishment is so big because of the arrogance that's inside of you and when you start lying to yourself and to others that's harming them even exactly. more and this is why if you look at the next ayah كَلَّا إِنَّ كِتَابَ 
فُجَّارِ لَفِي سِجِّينَ كَلَّا No. Meaning, do not consider this okay. This is not something insignificant. You might look at it as just 25 cents. You might look at it as just 0.25 marks. But this is serious. And indeed, the book of the fujjar, meaning the record of deeds of who? Fujjar. Fujjar, plural of the word fajir. Who is fajir? One who does a lot of fujur. Fujur meaning sin. Openly sinning, without any hesitation. And those whose sins are terrible. Meaning, they don't just affect the sinner, but they affect others also. And that's what happens. When people cheat in this way, then what happens? It doesn't just affect them. It affects others too. So the book of Fujjar will be Lafi Sijjeen. It will surely be in Sijjeen. Sometimes we wonder, such a great Lord, why would He bother about little sins? Why? Because they matter. This is part of His justice. That even for an atom's weight, justice is established. The record of the fujjar will be in sijjeen. وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا سِجِّينَ And what can make you know what is sijjeen? Meaning you don't know. You've never been there. You can't see it. You can't reach it. You can only be informed about it. And who is going to inform you about it? Your Lord will. What is sijjeen? Sijjeen from the root letter سِين جِيم نُون Sijjeen is a place. Where? Below the earths. We see that in Jannah there are darajat, high levels. And in hell there are darakat, low levels. Right? إِنَّ الْمُنَافِقِينَ فِتْ دَرْكِ الْدَرْكِ Dark is a low level. When a person dies, their soul is taken up. Right? To the heavens. The angels take it up. For the righteous, the gates of the heaven are opened. Isn't it? And then the righteous person wishes to meet Allah. Eager to meet Allah. Correct? But on the contrary, what happens to the soul of the wicked? Are the gates of the sky opened? No. لَا تُفَتَّحُ لَهُمْ أَبْوَابُ السَّمَاءِ They're not open. Instead, it is thrown down. Thrown down. We see that there are Levels of the skies. When the Prophet ﷺ went for Mi'raj, at each level, he met different prophets. Correct? And there was a certain point where, when Jibreel reached, he said, I can't go beyond this. Right? High levels in the Samawat. We also learn about the levels beneath the earth. Now don't think of it as beneath the earth's crust, the mantle and then the core. No. Earth as in? planet earth under alright and remember that sama the first sama is what what we know of that is sama alright now beneath also there are sab'a samawat and beneath also there are seven earths alright now what are those earths how are they where are they we don't know we only see what do we see The sky of the world. That's all we see. And all of the universe that we know about, all the space that we know about, is within what? The first sky. Alright? So, 
we learn that Sijin is a place that is beneath the seven earths. So you can imagine how high the seven skies are and how low is that place, right? Beneath the seven earths. And it is said that the word is from Sijin. Sijin is a prison. So think of it as a dungeon. What is a dungeon? It's an underground prison where people are locked away to just rot. Isn't it? And then eventually they die and nobody even cares about them. This is Sijin.